listeners and subscribers i know it's been a while but welcome back to for your amusement the podcast where we discuss theme parks all around the country and all for your amusement i'm here with my friends nick and nolan guys welcome back what's up you're waiting for uh tron to open and uh we kind of got tired of waiting so we uh decided <laughs> to take that podcast up because we had no idea what when that was going to open, but, uh, no, we just, you know, the playoffs were on, um, so timing and stuff, there's just a lot going on with us, so, but, but, uh, we're back, and, uh, I'm happy to, to be back on the, uh, the mic, so. You're going to be even happier when you're riding Guardians of the Galaxy, hopefully next weekend, uh, or the weekend (laughs) after. Um, it's been a long time, but Guardians of the Galaxy has officially entered, at this point, it's kind of old news, but it's a, it went through soft opening. I know they had something for annual pass holders, which I got a reservation for, but I couldn't make it. Um, the official opening day is Memorial Day weekend, which if you're going, good luck. Uh, mm. I think the ride's going to break down at least six times. So hopefully you get on, and hopefully you're not covered in sweat by the time you do get on. Yeah, this um, Friday. Is it this Friday? Okay. So um Everything that's come out so far has been nothing but positive. Uh, it looks like Epcot's gotten its long, far overdue coaster. Um, they said it's between, speed-wise, it's probably between uh, Space Mountain and uh, Rock and Roller Coaster. So it's not the most intense ride, but it's not exactly Dumbo, which is cool because, you know, the kids got to have fun too. And that's kind of what Disney's all about. I have not watched a single frame of video. I'm going to stay completely in the dark on this. So if anybody has, Kyle or Nolan, go ahead and feel free to talk about what you've seen. But I, I can't give you anything because I haven't seen it. So Okay. So, so Nick, plug your ears because I don't want to ruin it for you. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, this this looks amazing. Um, so just looking, I mean, I've seen a couple of videos on it. Um, I haven't seen the whole thing, but, I mean, there is there are a couple of videos, I like think, Nolan, you put in the chat about like showing like what it, it's going to look like and I mean first of all the actual scenery looks amazing um I don't know I think it's going to be more screen based or it could be like it could be like I don't know design almost similar to what they have in space you know cafe you know space whatever it is um but I mean it looks really good so far it looks like you're actually kind of in space you know with the guardians um the the ride is going to go backwards and that backward launches. Um, I'm sure it'll go forward at some point also, but it's just like the way that it's laid out. Um, I mean, it's, it's supposed to be unique in like something that we've never seen before. Um, just the way that it moves backwards and kind of in different directions. Um, they had, I think they had like the guardians on the screen at one point in the, uh, the trailer that looked really cool. Um, I think it's just, it's something that, that they got right in terms of theming and um and hopefully in speed as well um i know we we kind of talked about it before but yeah i mean i'm really excited just to finish off this just because epcot i mean when i went there a couple of years ago there really wasn't anything there um now they have uh, ratatouille they they're going to have guardians of the galaxy um so i think there's so much more now to this park yeah i mean i said it on this podcast before epcot was my favorite but that was before going to new Hollywood studios. But um, like you said, man, like the the stuff that they have they have now at the park 
it's just it's a great change, you know, because it needed a, a new facelift, you know, because they had all these um, mm-hmm. promises, you know, and obviously once uh, as time goes on, you know, I mean, uh, that stuff doesn't come to fruition and and whatnot. So but um, what I what I've seen, um, I haven't seen any ride video, you know, I like to be pretty um, open minded and wouldn't be surprised with everything. But um, like you guys were saying, a lot of people enjoy it. Um, I, I have heard, though, um, a lot of people are having a lot of motion sickness when it comes to it, which makes a lot mm-hmm. of sense. I mean, I'm not sure if they don't know what to expect or, you know, but I mean, based off what we've seen with like how uh, they invented the ride and all that, I mean, you could probably figure that out yourself on why that happens. But, mm-hmm. um, but you know, it, it's interesting to me because I feel like there's a possibility that depending on maybe how many people review this ride and say there's a lot of guests that do feel this way with the the nausea and, and stuff you know there might be a chance that they might maybe tame the spinning down or mm. like that so i'm kind of intrigued on to see if they do that in the future as a possibility but you know there'll be a long way to go before that even is a discussion so i mean nolan i don't know how much you heard about that the nausea or like the motion sickness but is it similar to like Forbidden Journey for Harry Potter? Um, I don't think so. They're completely different experiences. I think it, it's just it's more so like you said, it goes forwards, it goes backwards, and obviously you don't have that that main focus of vision, like that the the car is going five hundred different directions and. And, you know, like, gravity is taking you a different direction, you know? So, yeah. um, I mean, I probably won't be able to tell you that. Hopefully, once I try it, you know, I could give you a better explanation. But mm-hmm. um, I did think that was interesting, you know, because um, with it being, like, new technology and, and stuff, it's it's definitely something to think about, too. It's kind of interesting with Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt is now heavily involved in Universal with Jurassic World, I mean Velocicoaster, and Disney with Guardians of the Galaxy. So he's officially uh, everywhere, whether you love him or not, which is uh, <laughs> kind of cool as a celebrity. I mean, you're going to kind of be immortalized. So kudos yeah. to him. The guy's making a shit ton of money. And he just had a baby yesterday. Did he? Yeah. That is first child. I think it was third or second. Oh. Yeah, I mean, he's getting uh, that money from the theme parks, and he's. Oh yeah, well, you know, you know who the uh, who his new wife is. I have no idea. Arnold isn't it Arnold Schwarzenegger's daughter? daughter? Yeah, Yeah, you got it, Nick. That's crazy. Isn't she right, Anna Ferris? Yeah, is she an actress? I think so. Yeah, Mm. makes me watch. At least is trying to be. Cool. But yeah, no, I'm excited to see it. I'm excited to see I Am Groot and what they do with that. <laughs> In a few weeks, we'll have a first-hand, hopefully, we'll have a first-hand uh, experience. Yeah, Nolan, so fingers crossed. Yeah. And then real quick, too, I believe um, I don't think they're having that many issues with technology, with, like, breakdowns. I know, obviously, Hagrid's had a bad track record, and mm-hmm. um, a lot of new rides have that, especially when it comes to new technology and and stuff but so far i think it's running pretty good which is a good thing especially when it comes to new technology so absolutely 
Well, uh, from uh, positive news to uh, some negative news, and to take over the bananas, hopefully not. So the Monsters Cafe in Universal is uh, an iconic eatery. Uh, whether you've been to it or not, it's uh, been around. Do you know when? Do you know when it opened? The Monsters Cafe. Yeah. Oof. Let me check. I mean, it's probably been there for over 20 years, I'm assuming. Ballpark. Oh, yeah. I can't see. Uh, boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom. Come on, come on. Help me out. You guys got a guess? Um. Oh, man. Okay. I don't want to be. Oh, 99, 99. I don't know. I'm going to say 2003. 98. Wow. Oh, wow. Yes. Okay. Uh, yep. 24 years old. So. Uh, it, it was, it was, uh, one of the, f- the, the few spots, if not, I think maybe one of the only spots that gave, uh, a hat tip to the classic monsters of Universal. Um, uh, if you don't know the history of the classic monsters and, and you're interested, d- dive deep into that because it's really interesting. They bailed out Universal and kind of saved them from going bankrupt and yada yada. So, um, unfortunately they ripped it out. And supposedly there is a rumor that the Minions is going to expand itself all the way to that building. Now, is this going to be an expansion from the the takeover from Shrek? Or is this like a store? What were they talking about with the Minions moving into that? Um, If I had a guess, I believe they would put a restaurant there just because okay. I think they don't have the um, – landscape to maybe just make it a store you know mm-hmm. pretty small when it comes to you know there's only i think let me think one two three there's probably like maybe like four food spots really like main food spots in universal besides monsters cafe you know so um i think it'd be kind of foolish on their part if they didn't so which this this kind of hurt them in a sense because it was always open during horror nights as a place to to eat. It's not a sit down. It was kind of a quick service restaurant. But they did well during horror nights because there wasn't there weren't that many options to eat. Um, so I don't know what they're gonna do there. I mean, they had the tents and stuff, but it wasn't like substantial food because you could get like ch- you know chicken meal and all that stuff, which Nolan and I ate there last time we went. So that was our last meal there, dude. Kind of crazy. Um. So I was I never went into that Monsters Cafe actually. So what was the ty- what was the the vibe? What was the food? So to give everyone a little idea. I mean, the food kind of changed throughout its lifetime. It started off as being like a typical pizza, fries, chicken, fried chicken, cheap eat place, mm-hmm. and their attendance not their their attendance their um. Well, I guess we call it attendance. It dropped drastically, so they kind of revamped the menu. They had vegan items now. Then they had barbecue chicken and better mac and cheese. They made it a little more upscale for your money. It was a little more expensive, about $18 a plate. And I think it spiked up, but obviously it wasn't enough to keep it around. There's no point in having dead property when you can make money on something else, which is obviously what they did with axing it. Theming-wise, I mean, I think it kind of speaks for itself, but each section of it had a a room to a a classic monster, so obviously Dracula, Frankenstein, Wolfman, Creature from the Black Lagoon, yada, 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 you get the point. 
Um, if you were into that kind of thing, it was kind of like ooh, the best thing that you could find because there really wasn't anything like that. But here's the thing. The new park, Epic Universe, is going to have a whole land dedicated to this, which I'll take killing a restaurant and getting a whole new land any day of the week. So it's not that big of a deal. Um, Nolan, did you like the food there or did you not really care? Um, I, actually, the, as it got later on, I mean, I liked it when it was first kind of big, you know. But uh, in the last couple of years, you know, I think they did a great job. Um, it was more like um, chicken, um, like healthier options, you know, because I think they just had like pizzas and stuff. It was just like the normal stuff. But um, I like the fact that they had, you know, like healthier stuff and it's more like filling, you know, like in a theme park. Um, but like Nick was saying, man, like that place is so cool when it came to theming, you know. Um, when it came to even just the walls or the props that they had, it was just, it was a really cool spot. And obviously when it came to Horror Nights, it was a go-to for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Um, so it will be missed, you know, but like Nick said, um, a lot of people, you know, are assuming that they're going to at least have some sort of cool restaurant when it, when it comes to the new, um, Monsters Land in the Epic Universe. So, I mean... As long as the new restaurant slash food slash whatever it is that they're building with the minions is pretty cool, you know, when it comes to theming and, and whatnot, I mean, I'll take it. It just sucks because I feel like they're doing a little too much when it comes to minions, I think, you know. Um, I mean, they're a really awesome property to have, you know, but I think they're going a little overboard with it, you know. Mm -hmm. But like I always say, you know, if it's a good attraction, ride, show – um food option you know that's fine so that's the only thing that i hope that that uh happens right so. and and i think i mean i get it you know uh why they're doing it because like obviously i mean it's so popular but that's like that little area of the park is going to be like the minions area now like they're gonna right because they're you know they're into like theming you know like like lands you know like harry potter and then you have, you know, other, you know, types of lands, and, like, now it'll be, you'll have minions, you'll, the ride, you'll have the, the new minions, like, walkthrough exhibit, and then right next door is going to be the new minions, um, like, cafe, right? Should be, yeah. yeah. So, like, I get it, I get why they're doing it, I mean, they're doubling down on it, on minions, um, so, I mean, I get it, it's, you know, they're trying to make it a little bit more kid-friendly and rival Disney. Yeah, so I will see, but I mean, I always like new additions, so um, it's definitely cool to kind of see how it's uh, the whole landscape is changing, you know, because obviously they got the huge war going on, so. Yeah, um, and Nolan, I, oh, sorry, you go first. Yeah, yeah. You made a great point before where it's like, if the, you know, if it's, if it's good, like we always talk about like, if a property or a restaurant is really good, like, who cares what the theming is? You know, like, we'll go on it or we'll eat there. So I think that's the key is that they can make it really good. Mm-hmm. That's 100%. And it's very funny or ironic you bring that up because <laughs> I'm showing the topic. Um, so I'm not sure if you guys have heard, but uh, Universal announced plans or there's huge rumors that are pretty much true um, that – Universal Hollywood is getting their own new 
Fast and Furious Drift roller coaster yeah. that is replacing their old horrendous ride that has somehow made it to Orlando as well. Yeah. And, you know, it's just, it's wild to me because I feel like a lot of people believe that they were going to do this when it came to Orlando, you know? Mm-hmm. But uh, in the back of my mind, because the couple years before that, <coughs> sorry, um, a couple years before that, um, King Kong was built and it was a carbon copy from uh, Hollywood. So I pretty much assumed that they were going to do the same thing with Fast and Furious because obviously money-wise, it's very cheap to just replace and put it put it there, you know. Um, and it was exactly that, you know. So um, obviously a lot of people love it, hate it. You know, there's a lot of a lot of discussions when it comes to Pat and Orlando. But um, the fact that they're doing this, you know, is maybe in the future – you know, they could decide to do this as well, you know, but it's definitely awesome because I feel like especially this franchise and having a ride or roller coaster drifting, whatever it is um, like that is going to be really freaking cool, you know, because I think of like Test Track, but obviously Universal has like huge standards when it comes to thrills, you know, so yeah. uh, I didn't when it comes to that. Nick, why don't you go? I'm looking at a piece of concept art here and... From what I'm seeing, I am intrigued, and I kind of feel like this is going to be sort of similar to the – well, not similar. I, I'm not, what am I saying? Let me start over. From what I'm gathering from this, I'm comparing it to the Cars ride in Disneyland or California Adventure, wherever that shit's at, which would be really fucking cool because we expected – uh, something different from what the fuck we got in Florida. I don't know what we got, but we got it. Hmm. Now, if you can deliver half of what the title of those damn movies is, Fast and Furious, and we didn't go fast, and we didn't go furious on that damn party <laughs> bus, I can promise you all that. This this ride is going to be, it's a hit. It's not about the franchise, it's about how you deliver it. And mm-hmm. I'm intrigued. I, I want to, I'll fly out to California and experience this myself, because this looks like it could be cool. So hopefully they do it right. Yeah, I mean, Nick, you hit it on the head. Um, this is, and we talk about it all the time. I mean, this is Universal's main property that they own themselves, that they don't have to rent from anyone else. So, like, when they completely bombed on Fast and the Furious, the one we now have now, sorry, Pat, um, it Fuck just it made <laughs> it made no sense. So, I mean, this, like Nolan was saying before, if if it's a success, and we're all assuming. And hopefully it's going to be a success in California. Then how could they not bring it to Orlando and especially just tear up the old ride and put this one in? Please, 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 please. And the bees knees. Look, I I'm all right. So we, we need to do a quick, a quick yes or no uh, round table. And it's not a table because there's only three people. This is triangle, triangular table. Kyle, are you a fan of the Fast and Furious franchise? I am honestly like it's there. It's just like mindless entertainment, and I like seeing the new movies. What was the last one you saw? So I didn't go to the pandemic one, um, but I, I went to the one before. And actually, I've seen all of them since the fifth one. Okay, well, I think that's where I stopped too. Nolan, <laughs> same question. Oh, that's a loaded question. I like them. I think up to maybe seven. 
Um, I I was a big fan of the second one based in Miami, and I think that was just really kick ass. And also, the best one, which actually just even in general is a really great movie. I think is the one with the Rock where he first appears. Which oh I yeah, six. He's in. They're in uh, Brazil, and it's it's a really oh, good movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of twists and stuff, and I think they did really well with that. I think that was like their peak. Um, obviously with um, I feel bad. What's his name? Paul Walker. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah. I mean, kind of really derailed. I think the whole thing, you know, because he was kind of like the guy that wasn't like the head guy, but you know, it's he he was like the glue that like kind of put everything together, you know, mm-hmm. and. That, it's kind of tough because you have, like, The Rock kind of being that guy, but he's not that guy. And Vin Diesel can't really hold everything. And, you know, it's it's just a bunch of random stuff now. So, but, uh, you know, I mean, it's still really good when it comes to action and stuff like that. But, you know, I feel like it's kind of reached its day. So it's, it, it is surprising that, in a sense, that they're, they're moving on to um, doing this. Uh, making this new ride but you know maybe uh they make uh some better movies in the future you never know so <laughs> i don't know about that i hope they quit making them <laughs> look the one thing that i think is is kind of intriguing when we get a new ride and we see uh even when like sea world does it and bush gardens have, they've done this as well and they're kind of good at doing this because they do it kind of on the qt um most of the time when you see something big like this happen you see them push boundaries from a, an entertainment perspective they add something that we haven't seen before something that we haven't experienced before which regardless if you're a fan of the franchise or not it's always great to see uh boundaries pushed because mm-hmm. once you start seeing the same thing over and over like the same launch coaster over and over imagine if every roller coaster started off like rock and roller coaster you would you it'd be it'd like uh it'd be like the fast and furious franchise it's oversaturated it becomes mm-hmm. tired and people stop being interested money's not paid to get into the gate everything dies out so from what i'm seeing here from the concept art Listen, I, I'm not the biggest fan of the franchise. I don't really like Vin Diesel. I don't like any of these fucking assholes who make too much money to make a fucking movie. But look, it's really, really intriguing to see all these great minds come together and make something in forward thinking. So whatever you're doing for any franchise from this point forward, how to train your dragon, your monkey, monkey pox, whatever, just keep thinking forward because I love this stuff. So, Nolan, good thing you brought this up because that's fucking cool. How to train your monkey pox. <laughs> that's a new book. Come yeah. On. So, but yeah, I mean, Nick, you, you hit it on the head. I mean, like, I think that Hagrid really pushed, like, the roller coaster in a new, in a new direction. Like, I mean, you could see, like, different things that you can do with a roller coaster. Like, it doesn't have to just be, you know, like you said, just shoot off and go really fast. Like, you can incorporate, like, those, you know, all the animatronics and the stops and, you know, the, the starts and all those things. 110%. And once you do that, competition gets stiff, and everybody's got to elevate or die. So yeah. I like elevation, baby. Um, what's the – what are we – hold on one second, folks. We – oh, uh, Nolan, can we go back for one second? Um, yeah. Can we just talk about the Horror Nights house really quick? Yes, sir. So the Horror Nights – oh, Jesus, bro. I'm fucking tired. My brain's not working so great tonight. <laughs> the – Nolan, take over, bro. I don't even know how to start this. Horror Nights announced a new house. I don't even know the name of it. Fucking tell me the name of it, dude. <laughs> yeah, so pretty much um, there's been a lot of, a lot of speculation. Uh, I know we had some maps coming out in the past couple of podcast episodes. But uh, we finally got a new house. I think it was announced last week. 
and it is officially the Wolfman versus Dracula versus the Mummy. <laughs> and so um, there's a lot of cool things that could come from this. You know, um, I believe that the Mummy, I don't think, has been used as a house when it comes yeah. to um, Horror Nights houses. So that's a, right. a cool thing. Uh, I know Wolfman that they've done that recently. Um, and Dracula, um, I'm not sure how recent that they've done it, but <laughs> I was in one and that was really cool. So, um, it's, it's intriguing because I feel like when it comes to these houses, it could either be a very hit or a very miss. Um, so, um, but you know, they start off with a bang and, uh, if the rumored speculation map is right, I think this year could be pretty cool. So we shall see. Okay. So uh, it, it's officially titled Universal Monsters Legends Collide. We need, to, we need to have a talk here, gentlemen, because I don't know what to make of this. Look. Uh, if there's a person that you'll meet in your lifetime that is a huge Universal Monsters, classic Monsters fan, it is I. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I don't know, I, I need to be more well-versed in this before I sound like a fucking dickhead. But look, the last maybe five years that Universal has entertained the classic Monsters property at Horror Nights, they haven't done anything with their... OG films, meaning from an aesthetic perspective. So the Boris Karloff Frankenstein, aesthetically from, you know, features and whatnot, isn't featured in the house. It's their own interpretation of that. Dracula isn't um, what we've seen on film. Any any of this stuff is an artist's interpretation, and even if you look from the concept art, it's like a stylized version of the Dracula that we've seen on film, and every time that they've done a house like this, it's been so disappointing because it's so campy. I want to see the OG original shit that I've known on screen jump out at me and terrify me. And, like, I get it. you got to make things more dramatic and terrifying, long teeth, big fangs, all this stuff. But for whatever reason, I just – I don't find it that scary. I don't find it that intriguing. Now I'm getting ahead of myself. I haven't even gone through this house. I can't tell anything until I go through it. But we'll see. So far, I'm kind of leery on it. Now, Nolan was talking about a speculation map a little earlier. Nolan, you're absolutely right. The speculation map is fucking really cool. I kind of hope that Weekend House comes to fruition because that would be super interesting. And I know you're a huge Weekend fan. So, I mean, fingers crossed um, that we get something good out of this. But, Nolan, one more question to you. How long until we get another house announcement? Your your guess. We're almost – we're approaching June right now. June. So what do you think? Uh, I would – I would say probably the end of June. Okay. So about a month, let's say. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's usually like to kind of spread it out and then kind of before it comes closer to a, do like a mosh pit. <laughs> and he's mm. out a lot of shit at one. So. so. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So um, here's, here's what I was, I guess, what I'm wondering, Nick, just based on what you were saying. I mean, why are they so reluctant to kind of to make it more horror-themed and horror-based? Because, I mean, one, obviously, like, you know, everyone knows, like, that's their main, like, their OG property. And two, like, 
horror has never been more popular. Like, the horror movies kill it at the box office now. Like, Halloween Horror Nights is their biggest event of the year. So why wouldn't they lean into the horror of the monsters? Well, this, okay, this is kind of an interesting uh, question. And I can't answer it because I'm not educated enough to answer it accurately. So I have a feeling there's something up there where they can't use the original property for whatever reason, because if they could, they would. Because even if you look in the gift shops, no one's seen it in person. And Kyle, there's probably pictures everywhere that you could see this. The 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 statues that they put in the gift shops are still these stylized versions of the bride, Frankenstein, yada, yada. And I, I, I can't figure out why. So, no, uh, Kyle, when I get the answer, we'll drop it on the podcast and we'll talk about it. Sounds um, good. What was the other question? You asked two questions. Was there another part to that? Oh, no, I was just, like, saying, like, you know, given all, like, given, like, the popularity at the box office and then, like, oh. Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah, so that that's kind of interesting, too. They tried to reboot the uh, the Monsters franchise with uh, Dark Universe, I think it was called, and Tom Cruise's mummy just absolutely <laughs> face-planted. Well, it so, was an action movie. Like, it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't anything. It's a it's a really good point. And like Brendan Fraser's version of the mummy was so different, but people love that as sort of like an Indiana Jones action adventure version of it. But that's a whole different ball game, a whole different mm-hmm. can of worms. Um supposedly they're doing a Wolfman with uh Ryan Gosling, hmm. which Ryan Gosling is a huge horror fan as well. He was tied to a Haunted Mansion movie with Guillermo del Toro, which unfortunately fell through because they wanted to make it R rated. Which mm-hmm. another coming out with a Haunted Mansion movie next year, which I don't I'm not looking forward to that. It's going to be shit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's it's a franchise that is so beloved and would just rake in money if they did it right, and they haven't done it right yet. So I guess time will tell if they ever decide. And if they don't decide, <laughs> folks, maybe one day I'll be able to make something. Um, <laughs> uh, do we have anything else before we jump into history? Or yeah, I do you think it's a possibility that they uh, might not have the right. Even the old yeah, ones. I think so too. I think you're right. Because, like, I mean, that's the only logical thing that I could think of, you know, because it's really, I mean, like, what don't they have the rights to? Because if they're doing a monster's land, like, they have some rights, right? It, well, it could be just using that specific. It could be the actor's likeness. I don't know. I'm not really sure. Interesting. All right, Nolan, you got a you got a uh, history portion for us, but yeah. So, um, history, and it was, I believe, today, a ride at a Disney park was opened, and. It is in Florida. So Did you say how many years ago? Not yet. Okay. Wait, you said it was a ride, right? Yeah. Okay. Um open today. Definitely small world. <laughs> Nada. So close. Um John Cruz. Bingo, got it. Okay. <laughs> Um, well, there's so many fucking rides, dude. Yeah. Can, 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 oh, go ahead. In Magic Kingdom. 
oh wow, we were, I was going to say eliminate one park. This guy just <laughs> took three out. Hey. Okay. Um. Uh. All right, Kyle. You get you have a ride in your head. Ready? We're going to say the same ride yep. on three. All Ready? Right. One, two, three. Peter Pan. Peter Pan. <laughs> hey, we did it. <laughs> oh, no pain of Peter. Uh, uh, definitely Space Mountain. Nope. No one. Oh. Okay. okay. Oh, no. Is this is this a dark ride? Uh, nope. Okay. Not a dark ride. Okay. Is it? No. Let, let's let me guess a couple more. Kyle, go, throw a guess out there. Um, for not a dark ride. Uh, I'm trying to think of what's not a dark ride at Magic Kingdom. Uh, Aladdin. Correct. Hey, oh, what a boy. Good shit. Yep. Thanks. So, Kyle thanks. came out swinging. Called shot. Maybe. Uh, anybody yeah. got a year? Uh, a year. A year. A year. 2022. Oh. Uh, 2000. No, was it before that? It had to be way before that. Uh, maybe it's not. 91. I don't know. So, I think. The movie came out in 92, if I'm correct. So I would say like 95, five, like three years later. So wait. Wow, there's a lot of tension here. <laughs> uh, you said what? I said 95, because the movie came out in 92. 95, and then uh, Nick, you said what? I, I, no, just go with Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> no, Nick, go. Take a guess. No, oh, take it. Okay, another guess. Kyle said 95. I'm going to say 94. Correct answer is 2001. Really? Oh. They waited that long? Shit. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why. You know, because the, the movie came out, like uh, Kyle said, in 92. Uh, but uh, just how the cookie crumbles. So. Wow. You know, you want to know what's kind of interesting, though, if you think about it? So... Building rides in the early 2000s, the late 90s, whatever, um, a lot of, you know, our technology wasn't really there. If they built an Aladdin ride today, which Adam, there's no point in doing that because the franchise isn't, like, super hot or anything, the fact that they could probably find a way to put me on a magic carpet and send me through the Middle East with some gypsy next to me sounds really fucking amazing. And I kind of wish that was a thing because I want to have, like, camels spitting at me like they do on the ride. Oh, yeah. That would be, that would be cool. That would be fun. But we're stuck with, like, the stupid up and down thing, so. People love that ride. I'm not hating on it. Don't come at me. <laughs> it's a good ride. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's all right. I, I'm just saying that so people don't come at me, but we're not going to put my real feelings out there. If he, Nolan hates it, so go after him. <laughs> nah, I don't I, I don't hate it. I, I think uh, the red fish, blue fish, two fish, one fish. Oh, yeah. One fish, two fish. Yes. Same ride, though. Same ride, different skin. So, uh, yeah, it's a good one, but, uh, no complaints, you know, so, but yeah, right. you guys got anything else? We good? I think we're good. Dope, dope, dope. All right. Well, hopefully you guys enjoyed listening. Um, as always, make sure you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok at For Your Amusement or For Your Amusement Podcast. And also, Wherever you listen to us on, make sure you subscribe, whether it be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else. And we'll see you guys next week. Peace.